Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Tashi J, and welcome to episode 2 of the Heart Podcast. On this week's episode, we are going to be talking about why artistic expression is so important to your mental health and how it can help you get through things like depression and anxiety. Um, so without further ado, let's get started. Remember, this is, of course, a showcase, so in between stuff, we will be having some music, songs, poems, and all that kind of stuff. To get started, let's remember, this is, uh, this is an old-time statistic I'm sure everybody remembers. Students who participate in the arts at school are four times more likely to participate in math or science fairs and three times more likely to win school awards for attendance. They are also four times more likely to win academic awards in school. And they also usually do much better in their academic courses. All right, so why is it? And the thing I've always wondered is with all this, all of that as proof, why is it so many schools want to take arts out of the schools? I understand that we get a lot of magnet schools and art-focused schools out of this, but what about those who can't get into magnet schools and they're just in the regular schools? Maybe they can't play an instrument or sing, so that takes out band orchestra, of course. Also, everyone can't be in band orchestra, of course. And now they're left with nothing in the terms of the arts in school. We all know it's been proven statistic-wise that being in an art class of some kind definitely helps children with their academics. And I've, I've been complaining and advocating against taking art out of the schools since I was in high school myself. And I just don't understand why no one seems to listen to the statistics that have been proven over the years. But other than that, let's talk about why is it that art tends to help these children and older people as well do so much better in their academic courses and in other things in their life. Well, when we talk about artistic expression, what is artistic expression? Well, first off, artistic expression opens up the heart to new types of learning. By definition, art is the conscious use of the imagination in the production of objects intended to be contemplated or appreciated as beautiful, as in the arrangement of forms, sounds, or words. Expression, on the other hand, is the process of making known one's thoughts or feelings. So if we put those two words together, we get artistic expression. Artistic expression would be the conscious use of the imagination in the production of objects intended to be contemplated or appreciated as beautiful in order to make known one's thoughts or feelings. In layman's terms, artistic expression is making your feelings known by doing things creatively. The best way to accept someone's artistic expression is not to judge their creative product, but to just accept and acknowledge it as it is. And that's another way to help with school age people when they're in school to get their grades better because they know that you're not there just to criticize, but to also assist and comfort them in times of need. So in a minute, we're going to dig a little bit deeper into all of this, but first let's get um, a few of our own 
expressions out there. We're going to play um, a couple selections that I have here. And when those are done, we will be right back and getting on with our discussion. Cario Sanders, they don't know. She was doing the right thing, but she destroyed the family when she kicked my 
my life in Before then I was already a maniac They just found the right avenue so they could pay me black I go in the quiz and I'm sure you've got just pay me back Hostility everywhere, I'll be the man to take the flag Right now I'm a melancholic masochist But down in my DNA I'm wired to be a pacifist So I see quiet, seeing where the road leads me My insolence and paranoia now feeds me Wanna dig a hole in the middle of this universe I'll take my serious when I plant myself into the earth I'm naked, I need a cover for my soul And I'm lost in the world, I've been running around the globe There's a mark in the mud, feeling tangled in my brain Do I really gotta stop blaming it on the pain? It feels like the Sahara got this make it rain But even if you do my life, I'll never be the same, yeah so many people wanna talk, but they don't know what it means to be feeling suicidal. Nobody really understands all the rage and pain that's deep down inside you. Gotta get it to your demons, gotta feed your emotions, they become like an idol. So many people wanna talk, but they don't know, they don't know. first part of our showcase for this episode. Let's get back into the topic for today's episode, which is, of course, artistic expression and why it's important for mental health and how it can help with depression and anxiety. So studies show that just the act of having a hobby can make you feel more balanced in your lifestyle. When you have a hobby, especially an artistic one, there's a very beneficial state of being that is called flow. And it's accessed whenever engaged in a creative activity. So, of course, this flow is that state that you get into when you're doing something creative and you're just going. You just, when you hit that stride and, you know, you just, you start writing and you hit that point and the words just coming out, coming out, and you just know where you're going. Because you're trying to express that emotion that you have inside you and it's all pouring out at the same time, but it's doing it constructively and it's doing it creatively. So that's flow. If for anyone who doesn't know, a very popular form of therapy these days is called art therapy. Art therapy combines the creative process and psychotherapy, allowing for self, self-exploration and understanding through the use of imagery, color, and shape thoughts and feelings that can be expressed that would otherwise be difficult to express. So I actually studied art therapy for a little while um, and did a lot of research on it and how it's beneficial. And it's really great how well it works. Um, Lots of studies really show the benefits of art therapy and people getting through horrible struggles thanks to it. And art therapy is definitely one of the more popular ones. Another really popular thing to do in therapy is to write. A lot of therapists, I know my therapist when I was in therapy, had me do a lot of writing, which I already do in general. But this writing was specifically about my trauma that I experienced and helping to cope with and get over that trauma. According to studies in the field of psychological research, creativity is known to decrease depression. Sigmund Freud even used art in order to help solve emotional disorders in children because he recognized that art activities are a powerful instrument for psychoanalytic analysis and personality. 
we're talking about big time here. So this is not something that's even new, but for some reason people are still not understanding exactly how important it is. Um, according to Marnie Rosen, who's a psychologist, finding the words to express trauma is a common challenge for trauma survivors. And I can attest to the fact that this is facts. This is very factual. I'll get back to that in a moment. Creative art therapies can bridge the shattered memory or painful emotion in a cognitive linguistic expression of the traumatic experience. It brings the absence of language into the present through art. Of course, I've had trauma. I think everyone has had trauma, but some people deal with it better than others. Not everyone needs therapy. Some people know how to do their own therapy. Um, others need a little more hands-on experience to keep them in the game. Trauma is hard to deal with, especially depending on the nature of trauma. And sometimes just sitting down and writing it all out can really help. For instance, in my book, Our Story, Introducing Deshaun, the entire book is a very scaled down retelling of my trauma. And I wrote that book in order to not only get the story out there, but help someone else who might be going through either a similar experience or a completely different experience, but to help them understand that you can get through it. That case is almost a an example of self-therapy. But before I ever wrote that book, I went to actual therapy and went there to deal with and work through my emotions and my trauma and just everything that was going on because in your head everything gets so jumbled up that you just can't figure it out and sometimes having a guide there to help you work through it helps so we're going to take another quick break from the conversation to listen to some more people express themselves through the arts and then we'll be right back to finish up the conversation and maybe get a few more pieces out Void, tribe. This one is called Tribe. Mind your tongue, keep calm, answer directly. Yelling accomplishes nothing. I tried what you taught me, any issue or argument. I composed myself and you hated it. You couldn't hold to what you told me. I tried to wait as you made your mind up about me. And I tried to wait as you made your mind up about her. You didn't want to change and they didn't want me. Me, stuck in the middle, all I wanted was we. We could come together. We could be a family. We could love and be open with one another, but we never did. It was only me that tried, me that cried. While you all said, we, 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 it was only me, or or I should say, we. The two have become one, so me and she will focus on we. We tried to mind our tongue. We tried to keep calm, but we are tired of trying and being taken for granted. We're done crying ourselves asleep for a false hope of a merged family. We tried, we cried, and that dream died. So now we are done while you sit back and wonder, what if we tried? Poetic Jody, no more flames. This is one of the pieces I wrote a few years ago, and it's called No More Flames. The flames are dying. I will not try to rekindle the flame. I'm tired of the silly games we play. One day it's love, the next day it's hate. Let's not debate on what we could have been from years now. We could just sit, take this ordeal, and be cordial like we agreed to in the first place because I was never first in your case. So let's leave everything we had in the past and move forward to a better future. No more torture for us. 
All right, guys. So we're we're getting down to the this last little bit right here. Creative expression amplifies three significant components, both from the observer's point, which is the person who is watching, reading, or seeing the creative process or the finished product, in the case of most artworks, and from the view of the artist, of course, which is the whole point of the creative expression in the first place for a lot of us. Those three significant components are sensation, emotion, and knowledge. Now, sensation is a physical feeling or perception resulting from someone, something that happens to or comes into contact with the body. It can also be a widespread reaction of interest and excitement. So remember it says physical feeling or perception. So it doesn't always have to be pain, but sometimes pain comes out of our trauma. Physical pain can come out of your trauma. But you can also have the perception of pain, which is more of a mental and an emotional pain that is stuck with you. And for the observer, that means they're observing your pain, whether it's physical or emotional or mental. They're observing your struggle and all that kind of stuff. And just they're seeing what you went through through your eyes. For the artist, it's sometimes reliving that pain and that struggle or just getting it out of you you're just you're taking it in through yourself and putting it out to understand how to just deal and overcome and heal then we move on to the second one which is emotion we all know emotion emotion is the natural interesting state of mind Deriving from one's circumstances, mood, or relationships with others. Of course, emotions. The audience or the viewer, observer of your artistic works will get to see your emotions. They may not necessarily understand it, but they can see your emotions as you deal. And you as the artist, you get to, again, release those emotions and get them out in another way instead of having to bottle them up. As an artist, you might be angry and throw paint on a canvas and that color may be red or yellow or other colors that represent rage and anger. Um, if you're sad, you may throw like blues and dark grays and other sad emotional colors onto the paper. Uh, if you're a poet, you may have written something that just, if you're sad, is the saddest piece anyone's ever read. And it just gets all those emotions out on paper. As a spoken word artist, you get to say those words to others. As you show your emotions, as you read, because, I mean, it's your emotions and you're going to feel that as you read your poem. So that's the emotional part of it. Then we have knowledge. This was the hardest one for me to think about. Knowledge, of course, is facts, information, and skills acquired by a person through experience or education or the theoretical or practical understanding of a subject. So for the audience, that one was easy. The observer, of course, gains knowledge um, and a little insight into you as the artist, um, what you went through, your struggle, your emotional state, your the sensations you felt to get to those emotions. But then there's you as an artist. You may be thinking, well, what kind of knowledge will I gain as the artist 
when I went through these things, I already know what happened. But then we think about the fact that these this is information facts acquired through experience or education. The, the observer is getting this through the experience that you went through. Or, I'm sorry, the observer is getting educated on your experience, but the experience is what gave you the knowledge. It gave you the knowledge of how you will cope with situations, how you will deal with situations, how certain things make you feel. And the artistic expression point of it will give you knowledge of how you can learn to deal with and work through your trauma and heal. And that's what that does. This is actually going on a bit longer than I expected. So we're going to do one more segment here and listen to a few more of the pieces that I have in sent in from some people and just enjoy their artistic expressions more. And then we'll be back to finish off the show. Hypothermia. As hard as I tried, it still didn't go away. It sticks with me like the plague. Deadly and shaming. Fearful and cold. Creeping on my soul, the devil's hot grasp is cold as ice, causing me hypothermia. I lose feeling in my body. Numb. No body to warm me, to make me whole. The pain. It grows with each passing moment spreading instead of vanishing, brandishing my condition as I freeze and turn to ice. Now I'm cracking, breaking, changing shape and I can't stop it, I try. I build a fire from the embers of death. I carve a soul to help me ease, but it's fleeting. Its warmth is a sham, its comfort a hoax. It watched me struggle. It knows my discomfort, yet encourages me to continue, so I try again. To force warmth out of places there is none. Trying to carve a place for myself within myself. Knowing that no matter how hard I try alone, I will never succeed. Hypothermia can only be stopped with the warmth from another body. A real one. Not one I have made from my own flesh. So I find myself stuck Stuck in this icy hell until I find somebody to warm me. Marche Jones, let go. It's okay to let go. It's okay to let go. Sometimes people don't make it with you. Sometimes people gon' change up on you. But it's okay to let go. Speaking of letting go, lesson learned. There ain't always people with your best interest in mind. Haven't you heard? And even friends may drift away, even though you gave your all, there's nothing making them stay. But hey, it's okay to let go, to let go. 
it's okay to let go. Uh, you know, sometimes people don't make it with you. Sometimes people don't change up on you. But it's okay to let go. You don't have to hold on to a thing, anything, nothing, no All right, so we talked about creative expression and all these things. We're going to go into a little more study. So creativity is known to decrease depression. Studies in the field of psychological research suggest that engaging in artistic activities significantly decrease negative emotions experienced at a given time and ultimately reduce depressive episodes. So Katrina Curry, um, another psychologist, states creativity offers a release for stress hormones and for tangled up cognitive and emotional experience. So right there, using your creativity and using creative expression will release stress hormones. And when you're going through trauma, when you've got pent up emotions, anger, rage, sadness, all of that, you are also dealing with stress. Those things will stress you out. So when you creatively express what it is you're going through, you are now releasing that stress. And by releasing up that stress, it detangles up your cognitive and emotional experiences and helps you to work through and release those emotions. So, thank you for listening to episode two of the Heart Podcast. Um, 
of course, this week is all about the importance. And I've actually done a lot more talking in these podcast episodes than I expected to do. I expected there to be a lot less of the me. But I think I'm beginning to enjoy what I've got going here. And I definitely want to continue. So I'm going to do that. And we'll be back next week with another topic. But of course, every topic will be relative to the whole point of this show, which is the heart podcast, H-E, quotation, A-R-T, close quotes, (laughs) podcast, which is something I came up with a few years ago. And it's all about the art that lives within our hearts. And I just want you all to remember to express that every day and remember that you are the most important person to somebody. And I'll see you guys next week. 